It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's going on, guys? It is Chris Russell here with another edition of the Locked On Redskins podcast. As we head towards the weekend and throughout the weekend, get you set for the Redskins and the Jets. So we'll start with this. Uh, On Thursday evening, we found out that a 21-year-old woman in Ashburn, Virginia, Loudoun County, passed away at uh, the wee hours of the morning um, on Thursday morning. And... The reason why we bring this up is because, according to TMZ Sports, Monte Nicholson was one of two men responsible for bringing her to the emergency room on that particular, uh, with this particular incident. And Monte Nicholson has not in any way, shape, or form, been arrested, accused, charged, anything like that. So we want to make that absolutely and abundantly clear. Absolutely clear. But here's what we know. Monte Nicholson, again, along with another gentleman, brought the victim to the emergency room and apparently left immediately, according to TMZ, and then was later found. Uh, The team has issued a statement, and basically it's what you would expect out of a team statement in in this particular regard, uh, with the exception of, um, you know, you could tell that it was a little bit more humanely written. Let's put it that way. Um, So... Here's what the statement says, quote, we've been made aware of the tragic event and extend our deepest sympathies to the family who lost a loved one. Our team has alerted the league office and is cooperating with local authorities. We fully support law enforcement and respect their process as they investigate the matter. Now, uh, again, there's been no arrest, no charge. Maybe by the time you listen to this, at some point there might be. We don't know. But a 21 year old woman. Um, apparently TMZ believes it was because of a drug overdose. I I don't know about that. Uh, From a football perspective, Nicholson hasn't played since the San Francisco loss. He missed, uh, he was limited rather in practice on Wednesday with an ankle injury. He was not at practice on Thursday, but honestly, and I was at Redskins Park along with other reporters. We didn't ask because he's kind of inconsequential at this point. You know, Troy Apke's playing, and doing a pretty damn good job, and is the future there, uh, at, or at least for now. And Monte Nicholson got into a brawl last December at One Loudon, about a mile away from the team facility in Ashburn, and was suspended, essentially put on NFI, not paid for the final two games of the season. Everything seemed to be okay this year early on. 
Made it through training camp, no problems. Two interceptions, including one of Dak Prescott on a deflection early on in week two. Things seem to be better. But now, allegedly, he's involved in something here. We don't know exactly what, how. We want to be careful that we don't accuse. But this is a very serious situation. Even if it turns out that he had no direct involvement, it is suspicious, to say the least, that he would, along with somebody else, reportedly, according to TMZ, bring the victim to the emergency room and then immediately leave. That That is kind of strange. Got to be honest with you. It's kind of strange. Uh, and because he has a existing record, you have to kind of wonder, was there something nefarious involved here? You have to. You have no choice. You want to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. You're not being honest if you don't at least strongly wonder what is going on here and what happened. You feel terrible for the young woman who passed away. I have no idea the circumstances other than what's been reported. You feel terrible. But you can't ignore that a football player with a history now, uh, let's put it this way, Monte Nicholson has been in the TMZ headlines now twice in less than 11 months. Less than 11 months. The Redskins have won one game, one game, one game since that time. Monte Nicholson's first incident came after their win in Jacksonville last year. That was on December 16th. The first incident, the brawl near Redskins Park, happened the night of December 17th into the 18th of last year. They've had one win since then. So this is the second time he's been splashed across the headlines of TMZ for off-field incidents or at least reports. In this case, we don't know what exactly happened. And they have one win as a team since then. One. One. From a team perspective, listen, the most important thing, a 21-year-old woman passed away. But, I mean, you know, unfortunately, I don't just cover crime and the crime beat. I cover the Washington Redskins. And some of these things strike you as, oh, my gosh, this is the last thing this team needed and this organization needed. Certainly, this is the last thing that Monte Nicholson needed or should have been involved in. And in, in however it went down, if it went down uh, as it kind of appears, I want to be careful because he already had the incident last December. So that's where we're at on that. All right. Um, here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, let's get you the first part of Bill Callahan meeting with reporters on Thursday afternoon. Locked on Redskins was there at Redskins Park. So let's hear from the head coach, Bill Callahan. Can we get an update on Adrian Peterson, please? Uh, we backed him down today and just rested him for practice. Good to go for Sunday? Yeah, I imagine so. Was there a specific injury? 
No, just rest. Yes. Obviously, we're going to see Dwayne for the rest of the season. That's on some level a youth movement. Are there other positions, other guys that you really want to get a look at for the rest of this year now with the record situation, as you said, being what it is? We're looking at everybody on the roster. Um, Cam Sims, you know, as, a, as a, another addition to the receiving core, potentially could see more time. We have a couple of young receivers who, on, who are on practice squad who could potentially come up if needed. Uh, Cam Sims, you know, who's a, who's a receiver who was active early in the year. Uh, Kinsey uh, on the defensive side of the ball, you know, we're looking at all those DBs. You know, uh, Maurice uh, Smith is a guy that we acquired a few weeks back. He's really impressed us in a lot of ways. So, yeah, I mean, from a skill perspective, whether it's secondary, receivers, linemen, linebackers, uh, we're, we're looking at everybody, you know, to potentially step up and help in some capacity, whether it's uh, a backup role on offense and defense or, uh, more importantly, on special teams. Because as you see guys fluctuate in and out of the roster with injuries or being inactive, some players get elevated up, you know, into those uh, last few spots on the rosters on game day, and that's where they become more more important from a special teams aspect. Are there, I know Buffalo did some double teaming or at least rolled toward Terry McLaurin. Are there things that you guys can do to help get him um, maybe more opportunities moving forward? Yeah, I think, you know, I think Kevin's done a good job of moving receivers around. I think uh, we're in that mode coming off the bye week of trying to position players uh, in different spots in different formation concepts. Uh, I mentioned that to you yesterday, John, you know, about the intention of what we what we did during the bye weekend. That was one of the things that came out is trying to move receivers around and try to give them multiple roles, you know, increase their their volume a little bit in terms of their route tree and also uh, what they could do in terms of matchup perspectives. So uh, that, that's really been the focus, you know, when you, when you have time and to see where you can put your receivers and where you can create those matchups for, on, a game, on a game plan basis. I think <clears throat> yesterday you mentioned maybe trying to move Dwayne around a little bit more to at least help in the red zone. Mm -hmm. Has his mobility surprised you? Because that was kind of a knock on him coming out of college. It, he has excellent mobility. Um, I think if you go back to the Buffalo game and watched him on a few of the movements that he had during the game, whether it was on the bootleg, or whether it was on his scramble. I think he demonstrated that ability pretty well. And as we move forward, uh, that would be a big part of it. And I think for any NFL quarterback that has some kind of mobility and, and the ability to move and, and, and change the pocket and the launch point, that's, that's always big. Because you don't allow people to tee off on you and, and throw their fastball at you, you know, in the strike zone every time. So having the ability to vary the launch point and the, and the throwing spot for the quarterback, uh, whether it's the three-step, whether it's the boot, the, the naked-type movements, or even the full roll, full, full roll, uh, full rollout-type protections that we have, uh, I think it just allows them a little bit more confidence in terms of isolating the route and also getting away from the mainstream of the rush. It More rush control, I should say, as well. All right, that is head coach, interim head coach, Bill Callahan meeting with reporters uh, at Redskins Park. The first part, the first part of Bill Callahan's uh, time with reporters 
Um, and then we will have part number two, part number two coming up uh, right here on Locked on Redskins. Now, Peloton is offering a limited time offer. Get $100 off accessories when you purchase the Peloton bike and get a great cardio workout at home. Go to OnePeloton.com and use the promo code LOCKED to get started. That's OnePeloton.com and use the promo code LOCKED to get started. Part two of Bill Callahan Thursday with reporters coming up next, plus Greg Minuski as well on the Locked on Redskins podcast. What's up, guys? It's Chris Russell here, Locked on Redskins. Attention past, present, and future MyBookie players. It's almost Thanksgiving time, and during Thanksgiving week, MyBookie is offering a risk-free bet on the Bears and Lions game. Simply choose a team against the spread for up to $250. If you win, congratulations. You've got some extra holiday spending money, especially with Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. If you lose, congratulations to you as well. MyBookie will give all of your money back. It's a no-brainer because you literally cannot lose. It's no risk. It's not turkey. It's all gravy. Doesn't matter whether you're experienced first time, MyBookie welcomes you all in and to celebrate Thanksgiving. Just log on to MyBookie.ag and make your first deposit with the promo code Locked On, and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar to jumpstart your bankroll. And that's on top of the risk-free bet. Let me repeat, that's a guaranteed deposit match and a risk-free bet for Thanksgiving only. So if you're a true football fan, you do not want to let this opportunity pass you by. You simply cannot lose. MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Redskins podcast. As always, you can follow us at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins on Twitter. All sorts of story links, video clips, uh, news information, everything Redskins related. You can read me and go to a new website of Redskins coverage, SI. As in Sports Illustrated, si.com slash NFL slash Redskins. We have daily coverage seven days a week of the Washington Redskins uh, from me and soon a stable of contributors that I'm very happy to have aboard uh, with us. So please check that out, si.com slash NFL slash Redskins. And you can listen to me on 106.7 The Fan in the Washington, D.C. area or radio.com, the radio.com app or radio.com on your web browser from anywhere in the world. All right, let's get back to Bill Callahan. He met with reporters on Thursday at Redskins Park. Bill, we're going to see Geis, McLaurin, and Haskins all in the field together offensively for the first mm-hmm. time this season. What do you hope to see from those three as the foundation? For yeah, the we're excited to see all three of them play. Uh, it'll be interesting to see you know Darius get back on the field and see some of the things that we have planned for him, as well as Adrian. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a great opportunity. It's going to be a great challenge. You know, I, you know, we talked about it earlier yesterday about. What, what the Jet defense is, and from a run game perspective, uh, they're third in the league, stopping the run. They commit 
you know, by and large, just about everybody they have on defense is stopping the run. That's that's a focal point, no doubt. Uh, so it's it'll be challenging. Just ask you a little bit about the slot position since Jamison Crowder left, which we will see this Sunday. It's mm-hmm. kind of been a little bit uncertain. You have Quinn. What about maybe mm-hmm. Steven Sims? Is there something he could do to try and earn more time there or something to get mm-hmm. more production out of that position? Yeah. Yeah, Jamison, uh, when he was here, was was productive, outstanding. I, I've got a lot of respect for him. I've always liked him, and uh, he is doing well. I think he's our leading receiver right now. And then uh, for, for our team, uh, Trey Quinn has done a very good job. And, you know, having Steven Sims comes in, come into that role, we've utilized him as well. And as we go forward, uh, we'll probably do that as, and use his skill set and feature him on some of the things that, that he can do and to isolate a coverage or break down a, a man-to-man technique uh, as well in coverage. So, yeah, both those guys are viable receivers in the slot as well on the outside. And what I really like about Trey is that you know he can not only play the slot, but he knows all the positions where he can get out on the edge. You know, he can, he can play the X, he can play the Z. He's a smart guy. He's dependable, got good hands, and uh, like the question was asked earlier about how we can move receivers around, he would be one of those types of players that we can do that with. And when it does come to Adrian and Darius, we keep hearing how it's going to be a good challenge for you. Of course, we know both of them want to be the alpha, want to be the lead back. They want the most touches. And you know we've seen how Adrian gave looks before when he wants the ball. How do you see them similar and how do you see them different to be able to use them both at the same time? Or can you? Yeah, I, I think they'll complement each other well. And uh, not to say we couldn't have them in the, in the backfield at the same time, you know, together. So uh, there's a lot of options in that respect. But I also think uh, they, they've got uh, a good rapport with one another. They know how they can complement each other's game. And, uh, yeah, as it plays out, we'll see how it goes. You know, I don't have the crystal ball on this one by any stretch. But uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, their roles play out on Sunday. And then Coach Adrian Peterson today was announced as the Redskins nominee for the Art Rooney Sportsmanship Award. What do you think makes Adrian a good candidate for that award? Wow, that's great. That's a great honor. Uh, but there's, there's so many things I could say about Adrian. I mean, let, let's just start with his makeup. Um, I, mean, I, I haven't seen a guy like him in a long time. I, mean, I, I think... Ladanian was the last guy I saw like that when I was in New York. DeMarco Murray, Jason Witten was similar to that type of makeup character, well-roundedness, uh, well-liked, his likability factor, you know, and his influence on the team, in the locker room, uh, and also on the field. And in the work ethic that's demonstrated by his actions day in and day out is very well-respected. And so when players, you know, see great players, you know, uh, perform at such high levels as he does, uh, especially when he's hurt, he's banged up, pushes through injury, uh, and, if, and, ex- and also performs at, a, at extremely high levels, I, I think there's a lot of respect that comes out of that locker room. Um, and then, of course, you know, just, just his general nature, his love and passion for the game, I think that just sticks out as you watch him play. It, uh, it oozes with just confidence and just grit and grind and everything you look for in a, in a marquee back. I mean, he has it all. And uh, there's, there's nothing you can't ask him that he wouldn't do. You know, he's first in line in every drill. You know, he's first, 
forward in the meeting room. I mean, he sits right in front of the room when the plays are being installed, and it's like he's a rookie on day one just looking at the first play going in for the install of the week. So there's so many things that impressed me about Adrian. So I'm glad that he's been nominated and certainly hope that he wins the award because he's certainly deserving. Bill, over the last three weeks, you guys are averaging about 11 less plays than the second fewest play team uh, under 50 a game. It, it, obviously, converting on third down will help that total. So outside of that, it, right. do you guys want to get that play count up? And what can you do to oh help God. increase that? It, and, and to your point, it's all about third downs and extending those drive, adding your numbers, your total numbers. You know, So you're, you're basically playing a game where you're averaging the 65, 70 plays a game that you should be averaging in an NFL game. Uh, so yeah, that's been disappointing. You know, So when you don't convert and your conversion numbers are low and you're not able to extend those drives, it gives you less opportunities and obviously less margin, you know, the margin for error decreases as well. That's why when we get in those tight-knit games and if we don't extend those drives, it makes it much tougher, much harder, you know, to stay in those games and try to at least get at the breaking point and then try to separate and get a lead. And you think that's something that can happen, the increase in plays with the current run pass distribution and the decisions in terms of first down specifically, second down specifically, run pass choice is just a matter of third down conversion? No question. I think third down plays a part of that. But I also think first down, you know, if you can get the first down and get another first or get a, a better or bigger chunk on first down that just that plays into it as well or going from first and second down into first down again that's a huge factor uh, but really by and large the third downs has really been our Achilles heel right now that that's really stymieing our our ability to uh, exceed the play count you know in our in the games that we've played recently okay. thank you all right, once again, that is Redskins interim head coach Bill Callahan. Coming up next, it is defensive coordinator Greg Minuski. Boy, does his team need to improve on third down, but he was talking about other stuff and other downs on Thursday with reporters. Just wanted to tell you about my bookie. Use your basketball knowledge to prove you have what it takes at mybookie.ag, where they make it easy to play and even easier to get paid. Use the promo code NFL, and my bookie will match 50% of your first deposit. So use your basketball or your NFL knowledge. Go to mybookie.ag, use the promo code NFL. And my bookie will match 50% of your first deposit. Or if you're into the NBA, you go and do the same thing for them. Greg Minuski next on the Locked On Redskins podcast. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, and we finish it up with Redskins defensive coordinator Greg Minuski, who has to take on Sam Darnold, Jamison Crowder, and the New York Jets on Sunday. 
Not that easy. Uh, obviously, you guys did self-scout over the bye. What are some of the things that you saw and, and that you're really looking forward to correcting and, or altering in the second half? I just think overall, you know, uh, just pressuring the quarterback, number one. Number two, uh, third down situations. we got to get better. We know that, of course. Uh, you know, first downs were pretty good. Second downs, you know, we got to make sure that we uh, buckle down the uh, – you know, exactly second downs, you know, gaining a little bit too much yardage, you know, uh, missed tackles and uh, or uh, coverages that we did not play correctly. With, with you say, pressure on the quarterback, with the outside linebackers, is there anything more that you can do or that you want them to do to get home more? Is it, is it something, winning, just winning one more more one-on-one -on -one battles, something you can scheme up to help them a little bit? What's, what's going on there? Just basically the one-on-one -on -one battles. I think when we're faced up against our opponents, I think uh, when we're putting those one-on-one -on -one battles, we got to make sure that we press the pocket and uh, you know, beat the guys on the edge, uh, especially uh, the outside linebackers. You know, up front, I think inside, they're doing a good job of trying to press the pocket. Uh, we just need a little bit more pressure on the edge. Obviously, you guys started off really poorly. Things have kind of corrected over that, the, I guess, the second quarter of the season. With that ability to step back and take a more global view, what are, what are the things that you noticed did sure up from first quarter to second quarter? I just think overall, I think uh, that we had a lot of young guys on the team, of course. You know, there wasn't a lot of, uh, I think there's three or four veterans over four years. Uh, but I think uh, just meshing together as a team as well. You know, we had a couple injuries uh, throughout the season. But overall, uh, I think just coming together and understanding, you know, the concepts that we're going to try to present each and every week. And they're trying to grow and they keep on growing with it. What kind of things can you do to try and shore up tackling this late in the season when maybe you don't have as much physical contact out in the practice field? Uh, that's it basically before, uh, you know, Bill gives us a session, uh, about three or four minutes, so we work on tackling drills out in the practice. So it just, just get the guys in balance, you know, make sure they bring their feet with them and try to tackle as much as they can against a bag or something else. But I'm just saying it's a little bit different. But, uh, you know, every time that you're out there, you know, you got to tackle guys. And that's the second down situ situation stuff that I was talking about earlier. Uh, we're going to see Dwayne, obviously, offensively, and, and maybe some other young guys on that side of the ball. On your side of the ball, are there any young, young players, rookies specifically, that you want to get a good look at with, you know, the situation record-wise being what it is? Well, I think uh, across the board, I think uh, all the young guys, you know, they contributed. You know, Apps has been playing. Uh, you know, Nicole's been playing. You know, across the board, I think uh, Anderson's been, you know, put in a situation where he's gotten a couple more rushes and stuff, so we'd like to see him as well. But, uh, you know, all the young guys, which there are a decent amount of them uh, that we got to take a look at. Hey, Greg, how would you uh, describe Monte Montez's play so far this year? Uh, for young guys coming into the league, you know, you look across the league, uh, I remember even uh, just guys across, even Vaughn, I think his first year he had six sacks. I think uh, Khalil had five or six or something like that. It's, you know, it's a process, you know, with a, a kid like that. Every young guy that comes into the, uh, usually the National Football League, it's a process and they learn through, you know, the sets and, you know, actual, the powerful tackles that are in the league you know they just try to work against him and you know he's making progress he's just got to continue to make progress is he kind of delivering on what you expected there was so much excitement there you know after the draft oh yeah i think you know the, the, the it's all on him you know and he knows that you know he knows he's got to get better at his position but you know his sight lines and his vision and his angles are getting better every week that we're playing and we'll see you know when we uh when he goes up against these tackles this week
And that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. Thanks for being with us. Have a great weekend. Redskins Jets coming up 1 o'clock Eastern time on Sunday afternoon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.